out in the desert. Neighbors claims they practice witchcraft. everybody and welcome back to the haunted heart podcast the haunted heart with your hosts me and her (laughs) (laughs) otherwise known as kenny and katie kenny and katie yes we're not going to tell you which one's kenny though and which one's katie Mm. because you can figure it out yourself that's a surprise surprise for you surprise you think you know like uh, but you don't. don't maybe you don't know (laughs) <laughs> maybe like, we don't know we don't we don't know some days uh to be to be quite honest it kind of <laughs> reminds me of um uh what was that show on mtv mtv Cribs? true life no <laughs> no next real life next mtv true life where it always be like you think you know but you have no idea that's just like every it's day like of my mtv's life. <laughs> true life real life something like that some bullshit like that of like of like a fucking serial killer. I don't know. Huh. Interesting. I never watched you don't that, remember one. that. That's like every day. Wow. I don't remember okay. a lot. I don't remember mm. a lot. <laughs> Memory's not what it used to it's be. Not. It's not. It's not. Not not at all. Um well so welcome back. Here we are. <laughs> This is that this is that point where you've probably heard Katie talks about where I toss it up in the air and then just expect her to catch it and look at her desperately. That's what that was. And right here's there. me flailing. Um and then we're both flailing. Yes. It's all good. Um, we missed you last we week did. with Black Lives Matter, so there you go. Yep. Yep. We did miss you. Missed you a lot. Uh and uh world's kinda crazy right now. Yes. Uh even more so, which, you know, who would have thought that, right? I mean, twenty twenty at this point is just it's just a trash fire. But I'm it really is. hoping that we can like move like that we can like we're get we're going through like this is the ugly Betty phase that everybody goes through. This is like the the 17, 16, 15, 16, 17, or if you're me, it's apparently just my whole fucking life. Ugly Betty stage where then you like morph into mm-hmm. a beautiful, well rounded, um, intelligent respectful loving person so i'm hoping that like 2020 is like the dark time and then we're going to merge out into the light of 2021 and we're just going to have all kinds of good good vibes like a good phoenix. vibes only like a phoenix yes just you know up in flames and then rise from the ashes or like that um did you uh see that video that uh the commencement speech that lady gaga yes um posted yes. where she talked about it was really beautiful i definitely recommend looking it up um where she talked about you know sowing the new trees and a new it was about trees planting and the seeds of a new forest uh-huh. that will be beautiful yeah so it was good it was much better than our our rendition yeah, really. uh, i did think she was doing sign language through like half of that though because she just has a lot I of appreciated gestures that though it was I, good it, it was calming i think it, you know what i think she was doing i think she'd been watching that asmr girl she doing them reiki hand movements they'd be doing <laughs> up on asmr that is true i did notice that and i was like because some of it seemed almost like 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 it was sign language intentional yes and i yes. was I was like, hmm. But you also have to, you know, think that one, she's Italian. And yes. two, you know, just her personality. Like, like I use a lot of hand movements. Even now. I do <laughs> I as well. I, that's why movements. I smack the fucking mic um, all the time. That is true. Uh, which you've been doing. You've been doing good. Yeah. It's because I sit on my hands sometimes when we record. Well, you know, now I that we have decent casual. mics and actually had to buy equipment to, you know, that 
suspends our mics away from your body. Oh, I still hit it. <laughs> you just normally don't notice this either much. I, either I don't notice it or so I just it. have gotten just used to it gotten used to it, it and i just don't edit just it out anymore it. like i stopped editing out your ums um there is a memorization trick with the hand gestures though mm. uh there's there's an um for you they uh <laughs> see when you do it then i when you say something about it then i do it more yeah but there is a memorization trick with hand motions where if you do certain like physical movement while you're memorizing something like a speech or lines if you're an actor and you have mm-hmm. to memorize them for a play you do a certain movement on certain lines and your body, your muscle memory captures the line easier than if you were just trying to memorize it like flat out. Like it's a memorization trick for some people. So that could be it too. That's cool. Singing That's cool. also helps, but she was not trying to sing. No, 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 no. So we don't have your standard um, Patreon invocation this week, but we still wanted to light a candle Um just for the world at this point, um, and just for everyone that um, has been affected with uh, everything that's been going on, um, and just offer our support uh, for Black Lives Matter and for everyone that's out there that is protesting and fighting and uh, working towards building that new forest for us all. Yes, because it will take everybody to build it. So, lighting a candle for... To help us find a way forward, yes. I guess. All right. All right. And Ooh. with that light, <laughs> oh, surround sound. <laughs> surround sound, honey, yes. With that light, uh, we're going we're gonna to make good use of it this week. Are because we? Because we? we're talking about a dark topic. God damn it. But not it. a depressing one. Not a depressing one. <sighs> it is dark, but you'll see what I mean when we get into it. But it's not, uh, this is not a heavy episode. It's not intended to be a heavy episode. Uh, after we took a week off last week, a week of silence, a moment to pause and reflect on everything that's going on, I really struggled with like what we would come back with. Yeah. Because yeah. with everything that's going on in the world right now, it's it's so crazy. There's so much violence. There's so much angst there's a lot of love out there too and there's a lot of beauty that's happening amidst Mm. all of this horrible craziness we don't want to just put the spotlight on the on the negative parts but but at the same time everything is pretty heavy so i didn't want to come at you guys with something just awful like really really you do i didn't want to do what i typically do yeah i didn't want want to traumatize you like i normally uh, do just uh make you feel my own pain and anguish and depression and bring you down to my level and then stew in it forever i didn't want to do that Uh. (laughs) i wanted to but at the same time you know we so we just we kind of just wanted to have a nice fun episode this week we're gonna have some fun we're gonna maybe get some nostalgia we're gonna just kind of play around and uh and hopefully bring you a little bit of joy yeah and i do believe we have a few uh uh, reviews that I would like to read at the end oh, of the we episode do. too, so okay. you can I'll stick around for that shit at the end, you motherfuckers that like to leave after the story. <laughs> I'm looking at you after the story. The story. Looking at you. Gotcha. I don't know what we're talking about this week, so I'm I'm in the dark. This is Katie's episode, um, so you just throw it right at me. Hit me in the face with it right now. I'm and ready. I will. I will. We're ready. I'm ready. 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 
chant together more often oh, yes Love are you it. are you are you feeling light i am i'm feeling this, light honey i'm feeling honey. stiff <laughs> um, <laughs> i'm feeling which stiff one of with us is feeling light <laughs> and which one of us is feeling stiff we'll leave that up to you the <laughs> listeners honey i'm gonna tell you what you know what that is the new witch's weight loss plan <laughs> that is you are putting that into the universe honey light as a feather light as a feather skinny as a legend skinny as a legend skinny as a legend i mean that's how i do it i mean if, if you don't do it that way then what the what are you doing i mean i haven't lost any weight yet but i'm just no I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then good old bloody mary you know we got to call on her sometimes sometimes you just got to it could mm-hmm. we could have we could have played that lady gaga song instead I love that fucking mm-hmm, song. Mm-hmm. Dun, 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 dun. That's my jam. Mary. If I was Bloody Mary, that's the, that's what I would want you to sing that to yourself in the mirror. And then I would show up in the homes of gay men across the nation. Yes. Yes. In fact, that's uh, how she ended up with me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I summoned you. That's though. what happened. That's what happened. I summoned her. Yeah. So. So, I still haven't really told you, you what really we're talking about. You really haven't. I don't know. I mean, I've got a vague, really vague idea. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it could go either way, knowing you. I really don't know. So You're, like, week, let, you're like, let's do all this chanting and then all of this. And then it's like, okay, now let's talk about infant births. <laughs> or no, infant, infant births. births. <laughs> infant. I mean, we can if you want. We're not really that kind of a podcast. Right, no. A mommy now and me podcast. About, no, let's talk about infant deaths. Like, no. No, not. no. We're not talking about any darkness this week. Well, we are talking about some darkness, but it's the fun kind of darkness. We are talking about the nostalgia of the childhood sleepover. Ooh, I love this. And you know what? I feel like Christy will love this, too. I feel okay. like this might be an episode for you, Christy. There you go. Shout Our out. Murder Mod Murder Squad, Mod Squad member. Uh, yes, pizza delivery. Harried parents running all over the place trying to make sure no one's kid dies. And of course, <laughs> the ever-present, ever-entertaining occult games played in the dark. Mm. This week, we thought it might be nice with everything going that's going on right now to slip on our jammies, turn on all the lights, light some candles, and talk about some spooky games to play in the dark. I love that. Even though I, I appreciate you say we, even though I had no clue about it. So I'm really concerned. Is it we, you and Bloody it's Mary? The royal, it's you me and, and all of the, all of, it's all of the me's. Oh, well. There's a couple wow. of us. I'm multitude. I am legion. Wow. Okay, Trisha Paytas. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, God. Talk mm. about a trash fire. She's anyway. going to copyright strike us. You better be careful. <laughs> all right. So spooky games to play in the dark at your own risk. Of course. That's uh-huh. our disclaimer. That sounds like a great board game, by the way, at your own risk. At your own risk. I know it's like... Like is risk, risk is a, risk is a, is board, a board game. game. Yes. <laughs> well, yes. I'm going to come out with at your own risk. At your own... <laughs> what is that? Like the legal liability like version of risk? Like <laughs> Perhaps. Taking perhaps. over the world starting from within the courtroom? At your own risk. Yes. <laughs> it's really just more of like a board game that's like get to know me. 
you oh, know, God. Um, at your own risk. Get to know me, date me, you know, whatever. <laughs> at your own risk. Yes, honey. it is. Yes, it is. Okay. Risk management. So I'm going to look at five different, we're going to look at five different games. Mm-hmm. To play in the dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the, like, the first origin of these games. And we're going to, of course, tell you how to play. Well, I would so hope so. So that when your mom is out of the house, you can fucking summon some occult spirits <laughs> to fuck some shit up and have a good time. Uh, yeah, this about is fun. That life. I love that. Um, I went to a sleepover one time. Did you? Yes, I did. How was it Well, you? so I used to always, like, do the, like, single like like sleep over at your best friend's house like that oh, yeah, was yeah. that was typical that was my bag i was a i was a monogamous sleepover uh-huh same person. uh but i think i've only ever been to like one sleepover like an actual like sleepover. sleepover like a group and it, thing mm-hmm. and it was with um some other it was with some other kids i think i was maybe it was in early elementary school sometime and we all slept downstairs in the basement in sleeping bags and it was really awkward because i didn't really like know some of these people and i only got invited because the kids who the kid whose house it was his mother and my mother like knew each other Oh, that's the worst. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't. So really, you had no relationship with right. any of these kids. I wasn't in the friend group, in because you were the mom's friend's right. kid. Mm-hmm. Oof. I wasn't Tough in the friend group. In. I was just like the. Let's invite him over because you know, be nice, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pity invite. Mm-hmm. Um, got back at them though. I took a shit in their bidet. <laughs> Because this was a bougie house and they had a bidet uh-huh. and I didn't know what it was. I just thought it was just a regular, like they had the full bidet, like the separate oh, thing. Oh, the separate thing. Because uh-huh. I'm just thinking like the thing that you screw onto your no, toilet. No, it was no. a separate one. They had a separate bidet. I thought Woof. it was a toilet. Took a shit in it. <laughs> That's incredible. And then realized that, hmm, mm. there's no flush. <laughs> Here, how do you flush this? God, that's so embarrassing. Uh, so then ended up having to get the parents. Needless to say, I ended up leaving that night. Um, I didn't actually <laughs> stay. My mother came to pick me up. So, uh, yeah, that's huh. that was about the end of my uh, sleepover experience. Drama. <laughs> and especially, like, during the day, they were like, let's play, like, football. And I'm like, oh, God. Mm. No, could we just no. summon a demon? Instead? Can we? Oh, <laughs> uh, honey, I summoned a demon. All right, <laughs> right in the bidet. <laughs> so, all right. So I have to. I do want to. I I actually want to acknowledge my source up front. Um, it's a really cool. I was like, like I said, I was looking for things that we could talk about this week that weren't super heavy, but that would still kind of be in our spooky sort of wheelhouse. And I discovered a really cool blog called the ghost in my machine stories of the strange and unusual and this blog is fucking awesome and actually the woman who runs it uh i think it's i think it's a woman who runs it i definitely just made an assumption that that (laughs) there's just some version of me running this site because i love it that much how crazy would it be you've mentioned this website (laughs) before though i think i think i've heard this ghost in the machine yeah ghost in my machine oh Ghost in my maybe. I don't know. Well, I rediscovered it then. (laughs) That's that memory (laughs) thing. But the writer who runs this site actually lives in D.C. So that's super cool. I'm going to try to hunt her down when the coronavirus is over. 
Again, assuming that it's a she. <laughs> have no idea, actually. So credit for uh, a lot of the research for this episode actually goes to Ghost in My Machine. Definitely check it out. If you listen to our show and you like our show, I think you will really like this website. So definitely go see her. Oh, her name is Callie. All right. No. No. <laughs> Sorry. This is what happens when my notes get fucking jumbled. This is what happens when I work in advance. Um, so the first game okay. that we're going to talk about mm. is called The Midnight Game. Mm. The midnight game. The midnight game. Have you heard of this one? This is kind of like a big one. I I have. Does this have something to do with the Midnight Man? Yes. So it wasn't like it wasn't as big of a deal when we were kids, no. but it's it's bigger now. But it, the Midnight Man is kind of tied in with that. So credit for this episode idea actually goes to one of our listeners, Callie S from Minnesota. So she emailed the show like literally forever ago, and we keep if you ever email the show and you recommend a topic. We actually keep that in a separate folder in our email, uh-huh. and we refer back to it. So this is fucking proof. <laughs> yeah. If you have emailed us with a topic idea, and you're like, these bitches never do what I asked them wow. to do. They're like, it's wow. It's in a folder. <laughs> it's definitely in a folder in our email, and we do refer back to it when you know we're looking for topics to mm-hmm. research and ideas and things like that. Yeah. Um, so definitely, if there's something that you're interested in us covering, shoot us an email. That's the best way, because then it gets cataloged. Instead of Facebook Messenger, where it goes into, into the abyss a forever. Weird space. Yes. No. Um, where Facebook Messenger, I'm gonna try my best, but and especially you look, y'all been they, listening to this show for long enough, uh-huh. you know me. Please email me. <laughs> and especially when they like try to communicate, like I mean, please do send messages. I'm not trying to like yeah. tell anyone don't, but like just don't expect when me it's to like, like refer from back the Facebook to it. page. Yes. And I'm like, it just gets lost somehow. So if there's ever anything that you just like really want us to know, like you just like I have to fucking tell them right now, and they have to make sure that they get it. This is pertinent information right now. We've got it. They must have it. The Haunted Heart Podcast at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. That's why we say that fucking email address on this show so uh-huh. much. Yeah. You remember so. that time that you gave a wrong email at one time? Or we had yeah. another weird we did. email? We did have, at one point we had another email, but it's always the Haunted Heart Podcast that. at gmail.com. <laughs> Fuck that fake email. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Callie asked from Minnesota, thank you so much for the suggestion. Uh, it was really great. And I had a lot of fun researching it for you. So thanks for the suggestion, Callie. Now, Callie actually suggested that we cover the Midnight Game, specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so she definitely wanted to hear us talk about it. Uh, she had seen the film, because there was a movie made about it in oh, like 2016, that. I think. Yeah, there was actually, so there's actually a couple movies. There was one that was made in 2016 um, called The Midnight Man. And then there was another one that was made actually a little earlier in 2013 called The Midnight Game. But they were both inspired by what we're about to talk about. So, probably one of the best well-known recent spooky games is the Midnight Game, or in some circles, the Midnight Man Game. The game first surfaced online in the context of a creepy pasta post in the mid to late 2000s. Oh. So it was a little, it was a little after our time. Yeah, we love that. <laughs> the post alleged this was like early creepy pasta when it was still like when it when was it like still just that it. good, that yes. good, good pasta. Yes. Russian like, sleep experiment uh-huh. pasta. That was like, some fucking alarming shit. Yes. Like that good pasta cheese that kind of like ends up on the side of the mm-hmm. bowl that you just mm-hmm. kind of scrape with your fork. That Alfredo a, with all uh-huh. that butter that kind of crusts up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know it's going to make you sick later, but you're still going at you it. You don't give a fuck. You don't care. Mm-mm. It's gonna, you're going to shit in somebody bidet later. 
it was that kind of pasta. <laughs> so the post that alleged that the Midnight Game, uh, the original post where it kind of came to be a thing, uh, says that the Midnight Game is an old pagan ritual used mainly as punishment for those who have broken the laws of the pagan religion in question. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Which is really fun. It, it kind of has a... This one, this game is repeated lots of places on the internet and basically, interestingly enough, you know how when things are repeated in different sources, they kind of, um, it's kind of like the telephone game where it gets distorted uh-huh. yeah. over time. Yeah, yep, yep. Interestingly enough, with this particular game, it may be because it's so like straightforward, but every source that I found it in, because I like to compare different places that it pops up, mm-hmm. they all kind of had the same formulaic um like scripting, which we'll get into in a second when I tell you how to play. But they all kind of start out with, this is an old pagan game that was used to punish those who broke the laws of the pagan tradition. I'm going to tell you what, though. Be careful with that shit. (laughs) But here's the thing. Not a whole lot of rules in pagan religions. Not a ton. Depends on their religion, for sure. But I don't know. I, I just feel like, these modern day religions are more, way more into punishing people if you ask me. And that shade. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, it's an old, supposedly an old pagan ritual used to punish those who broke the laws. Uh, the post alleges that the game has a, quote, very existent chance of death, end quote. Wow. <laughs> I like the use of the word existent. <laughs> Instead of real, they yeah. like looked it up in the thesaurus and they said, I'm going to use existent. Existent. A very existent chance of death and carries an even higher chance of permanent mental scarring. Wow. So naturally, we're going to teach you how to play. We're going to tell you how to play it. First of all, I just do have to put up a disclaimer that if in the event uh, the Midnight Man visits you and scars you permanently, mentally, emotionally, uh, psychologically, um, potentially murders you and your whole family, the Haunted Heart is not liable for any therapist bills, (laughs) medical bills, anything like that. Um, No. (laughs) Please know that we are also not lawyers. We're not. But we're not liable (laughs) either. We're not lawyers and we're not liable. Listen, I'm going to tell you what. The other thing that's going to show up in the middle of the night is going to be my fat ass. The Midnight (laughs) Werewolf is going to show up asking what the fuck you got in your fridge yes and then i'm going to take a look in your fridge look longingly see some things that i like kind of want but then like don't have the energy to fix uh and then just go to the pantry and get a pudding cup instead and then i'm gonna piece the fuck out yeah that's your mo yeah that's what's gonna happen (laughs) i'm just telling you right now so here are the instructions according to the creepypasta wiki that has ever so helpfully archived the instructions provided in the original post. Thank you, wiki. We love wiki. Yes. I'm still not donating. <laughs> <laughs> so the prerequisites. It must be exactly 12 a.m. when you begin performing the ritual. Otherwise, it will not work. Well, I mean, yes, it's the midnight game with the midnight man you obviously need to perform it at midnight if it's 1201 who who out here is like it's 6 p.m i'm gonna see if i can summon that midnight man girl it's in the title i mean we're playing this right now and it's two something during the during the day yeah that's why we're not recording this one at night because i'm not trying to fucking have some bullshit (laughs) pop off in my house i'm not trying to create a fucking creepypasta tulpa that i just feed over and over again like the russian russian sleep experiment creepypasta that has been germinating in my head for like 12 years (laughs) so i feed that to him all the time i can't wait for that motherfucker (laughs) 
germinating, not germinate. I fucking hate that word. I mean, I don't hate it, but it's just such a like germinate. I don't know. It's weird for me. Continue. Anyway, I know that motherfucker's coming for me one day because I just think about that way too much still. So materials that we'll need. Get your shopping list out, Susie. All right. Write it down. Let me me pull out. um, Where's my? Okay. All right. (laughs) Alexa. Alexa. (laughs) You will need a candle. Well, 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 take your pick, honey. Got it. You will need a piece of paper, a writing implement, Uh matches or a lighter, Uh salt, a wooden door, and at least one drop of your own blood. Oh, I see. Mm. All right. I can get with like, all right, wooden door. Cool. Look, we gonna need to go to we gonna need to go to Lowe's, not Home Depot. Why does it gotta Lowe's. be a wooden board? A, a wooden door? Or all door? I didn't make yes. this game. Are all doors wood? Mm. Mm. Some are definitely is all metal. wood. A door? No, definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> so if you're playing with multiple people, they need their own aforementioned materials, and they will have to perform the steps below accordingly. You guys perform them, I guess, simultaneously but separately. So write your full name. First, middle, and last on the piece of paper. Put at least one drop of blood on the paper. Allow it to soak in. Then turn off all the lights in the place you're doing this. Go to your wooden door and place the paper with your name on it in front of the door. Now take out the candle and light it. Place it on top of the paper. Knock on the door 22 times. The hour must be 12 a.m. upon the final knock. So you got to do all this fast. Then open the door, blow out the candle, and close the door. You've just allowed the midnight man to enter your house. Did you say close the door? You open it. Uh huh. And then you close it. You, so you open, open it, it and you blow start. out the candle. See, this and then is why I would it. fuck up. Ain't no minute man coming to my house. Ain't no, <laughs> no fucking minute man. I said minute man. Ain't no minute man coming to my house. <laughs> no fucking I'll minute drink man. drink that juice. <laughs> Ain't no minute man. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> we got diabetes. We can't be having that juice. <laughs> um, No. Uh, So this is why he ain't coming to my house, because I'm going to fuck it up yes. royally. Like, hey, gonna fuck what? It up. Yes. I'm going to go, and it's going to be like, I'm like, what, what? I'm gonna lose count. How many knocks? This I've is been why had. you are not in charge of the rituals for I, this show. <laughs> this is why I'm in charge of that. And then also, it was just seemed very like, all right. So you've got to have your paper with your blood on it. You got to um, be ready gotta to roll. Hold it up. But yes. then it was like you got to put your candle in front of it. And I'm like, so, so I think if I were to edit this, because this is the original post. To? If I were, if I were to edit it, I would say you need a table that you can sit in front of the door. To put your paper on so that you can then set your candle down on top of it. Because I, I, I think the door is definitely attached to your fucking house. So I don't <laughs> I don't think that we're going to Lowe's and buying a door and setting the door down. Mm-mm. I think it's um, a door in your house, which was not specified, by the way. Well, so I, Yeah, I mean, or depending on the sleepover, you might have to buy a new bidet. <laughs> anyway, um, no, I pictured it uh, like, so you have the candle, the paper on the door and then you are holding the candle up against the paper, up against the door. Like, you're holding no. the candle. I don't think that's right. <laughs> I don't think... Because you don't have that many hands. It can't be right. No, because you would have, like, the pa- you'd have your candle with the paper pressed up you're against it. You're going to light the paper on fire. That's gonna, what I was thinking. You're going to fucking have arson. We're going to burn the fucking house down. I'm thinking, art, art, pro tip. Or maybe on the floor. Maybe you could do it on do the it floor. Do it on the floor. Yeah. 
Yes. Okay. Do it on the floor or have a small table, whatever, some nesting tables, whatever you need. See, I'm making things way more complicated. You are. <laughs> <laughs> so we open, we, we open the door, blew out the candle, closed the door. Yeah. We've just allowed the midnight man to enter our house. Then immediately relight your candle. This is where the game begins. You must now lurk around your completely dark house with a lit candle in your hand. Your goal is to avoid the midnight man at all costs until 3.33 a.m. Should your candle ever go out, that means the midnight man is near you. You must relight your candle in the next 10 seconds. If you are not successful in doing this, you must then immediately surround yourself with a circle of salt. If you are unsuccessful in both of your actions, meaning the candle goes out and you don't put a circle of salt around yourself, uh-huh. the Midnight Man will create a hallucination of your greatest fear and rip your organs out one by one. Hmm. You will feel it, but you will be unable to react. If you are successful in creating the circle of salt, you must remain inside the circle of salt until 3.33 a.m. If you are successful in relighting your candle, you may proceed with the game. You must continue to 3.33 a.m. without being attacked by the Midnight Man or being trapped in the Circle of Salt to win the Midnight Game. The Midnight Man will leave your house at 3.33 a.m. and you will be safe to proceed with your morning. An additional note. Oh. Indications that you are near the Midnight Man will include sudden drop in temperature, seeing a pure black humanoid figure through the darkness, and hearing very soft whispering coming from an indiscernible source. If you experience any of these symptoms, it is advised that you leave the area to avoid the Midnight Man and seek professional help. But wait, there's more. There actually is. Do not oh. <laughs> turn off any of the turn on any of the lights during the midnight game. Do not use a flashlight during the midnight game. Do not Go to sleep during the midnight game. Do not attempt to use another person's blood on your name. Do not use a lighter as a substitute for a candle. It will not work. And definitely do not attempt to provoke the midnight man in any way. Even when the game is over, he will always be watching you now. Good luck. Oh, no, You're no, gonna no, need ma'am. It. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, 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 no. All right. First of all, you would fail at this because you would be asleep. <laughs> Girl, that midnight man would come on in. He'd sit on down and I would just like fall right over in his lap behind with my blanket and I'm out. You're out. He'd be um, like, you want to watch something on Netflix? And I'd be like. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. No. See, this is this is a lot. So you've got to put your. First of all, I will say that in this whole list of things that they gave you, they did they tell you to get salt? I don't remember mm-hmm. that. They mm-hmm. did? Again, I'm not paying attention. <laughs> so Look, I would always fail. have salt on you. I carry salt in my motherfucking purse. Did you know that? I don't fuck around. You got to have salt <laughs> all the time. Listen, I'm it's just important. salty always. Uh, mm. Well, so ripping your organs out... Yeah, it's gonna doesn't be messy. seem pleasant. It's going to be a mess. Um, but when they also say do not provoke him, like isn't like initiating this game like provoking him? I feel like he probably likes it. He lives for mm. it, man. That's his name. That'd be like, do we like is is a listener summoning us to their home, but they also have a pizza? Is that provoking us? No, because we'd be like, <laughs> the fuck are we? But there's pizza, uh-huh. so it's fine. Okay. Um, hmm. I just 
She doesn't seem like a good deal. I, I don't. I know. Like, what, what? What do I get out of this? I, uh, you I, don't oh, really I get don't anything die. for it. It I, just seems like a lot to risk just because you're fucking bored. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I'm not gonna. If I make it out, I'm not gonna die. But he's still gonna be watching me forever, always. Yeah. Hmm. What's the payoff? Hmm. Hmm. I don't. I don't. Hmm. I don't know about that one. And also, like, you have to keep your candle lit, right? Because yes. if it goes out, you have to relight it within within ten, 10 seconds. seconds. Yes. Okay. Well, what if it just like, like, if a cat just like goes by, and knocks it over? What you if better, a gust you better of air fucking just, relight it? You have to relight it, yeah. but you can't relight it with a fucking lighter. No, I think but, you can use the lighter to relight the candle, but you can't just carry around a lighter. Oh, basically, okay. Hmm. It's a lot of rules. I don't know about this. This is a lot of rules, and then not a not a not a lot of payoff for me. I don't, Maybe I don't just watch a movie one. instead from 12 to I, 3. <laughs> and that's the other thing. I'm like, till fuck, I got to keep doing this till 3.30. 3? I definitely think that I would fuck up by falling asleep. You would fall asleep. I'd be hiding and then I'd just fall asleep and it'd be over. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to go ahead, create my circle of salt, and just stay in it. Yeah. But you lose if you do that. So you can, I think the salt is like the midway. In order to win, you have to keep the candle lit until 3.33 a.m. Yeah. yeah. But uh, you don't win, I think, if you just do a circle of salt. But that is like the, because I, I, I don't know what happens if well, both those things, if neither me, of those things happens. It just seemed you, like your organs you, get ripped out. To me, it just seemed like if your candle went out and you couldn't light it, you do a circle of salt. Yes. So to that your organs yourself. don't get ripped out. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you won. That just means. So you just are in a circle of salt for eternity? That just means you don't get your organs ripped out. No, I think you can come out of the salt oh. at, after like 3.33. But you don't get like the bragging rights of like having one. I, I don't fucking know. I the fucking midnight man. No, I'm not going to say that. All right. So yeah, the, my, my issue with that 10, one is that it doesn't, it doesn't really seem like there's a lot of payoff if we get everything right. And a lot of rules. Yes. So let's move on to our next game, perhaps. Perhaps. We all have trouble dealing with grief. Yes. Losing a loved one certainly isn't easy, and we often feel we're left with lots of loose ends to tie up. Mm-hmm. If you have a question about a loved one who's passed on to the other side, a question that you feel a deep and abiding need to learn the answer to, the locked ritual might help you in your quest for closure. But beware. The locked ritual puts you in touch not with your departed loved one directly, but with an intermediary of sorts. According to my sources, the locked ritual first started making its rounds on Reddit in March of 2019 and is Korean in origin, possibly originating in Seoul, South Korea. According to the original Redditor's post, they heard about the ritual from their grandmother, who believed it to be at least several generations old. Several other Korean Redditors confirmed the apparent popularity of this ritual in Korea, claiming to have heard similar stories from elderly family members who would get angry when the topic of the locked ritual was brought up. As always, take Reddit with a grain of salt, but let's get into the rules of the game. Take Reddit with that grain of salt that you got in your bag. Always. Who takes Reddit seriously, though? Too many people. More than you would think. (laughs) So... Players. We have two players for this one. This is not one that you can do alone. You need two people. Convenient. Convenient. So you need an accomplice. So here's our list of requirements. We need a quiet, dark room. 
We need a timekeeping device, preferably an analog clock with a second hand. One candle. Matches. Do not use a lighter. Salt. Two strands of hair, one from each player. An offering. This offering should be a prized possession of one or both of the players, something with great significance or which means a great deal to at least one player. A question about a loved one who has passed on. A box, safe, or other receptacle that may be securely locked. And a safe place in your home to store the locked box. So, prior to beginning, clear your surroundings of any people or pets that are not participating in this game. We don't want any collateral damage. (laughs) Ready your playing space. Close the curtains or otherwise block the windows of the dark, quiet room. Ensure no light leaks into the room from the outside. Turn off or unplug any devices in the room capable of making noise. Or better yet, remove them from the room entirely. Sounds like recording a podcast, if I'm honest. I was thinking that. (laughs) I was like, two people, dark room. No light penetrating the room in any way. No other people. Wow. Clear space on the floor large enough for two people to comfortably sit in. Sounds like before we had our desk. Shit, girl. Yes. Sounds like them good old days. Uh Uh-huh. Long-term listeners, you know know what we fucking mean. Six months ago. (laughs) (laughs) Turn off the lights. Ready most of your supplies. Gather together the candles, matches, salt, offering, and lockbox. Place these supplies in a safe spot in the prepared room. Ensure that the lockbox is unlocked. Exit the room if possible. It is not required to do so, but it is recommended. Decide on a question to ask. You only get one, so make it count. Watch the timekeeping device. Wait until 3 a.m. At exactly 3 a.m., go to the prepared room if you are not already inside it. Bring the timekeeping device with you. Close the door behind you. And here's the ritual. Retrieve your supplies from wherever you stored them. Sit cross-legged on the floor with both players opposite each other. Keep the timekeeping device somewhere close by where you both can see it. Keep the salt close by as well. Place the candle and the offering between you. Using the matches, light the candle. Pluck one hair from each principal's head, then hold the strands of hair over the candle's flame. Each player handling their own hair and allow them to burn up entirely it's gonna stink too because burnt hair smell bad reach around or across the candle and the offering and hold hands look into each other's eyes maintain eye contact do not look away while continuing to maintain eye contact speak the following words aloud and in unison repeating them a total of three times now close your eyes, both of you. Wait. Do not speak. Wait. When the moment feels right, open your eyes. If only one player opens their eyes, the ritual has not succeeded. Do not proceed. 
let go of each other's hands, extinguish the candle's flame, scatter salt across the candle in the offering, just for good measure, place the offering inside the lockbox, close the box, lock it securely, leave the room and close the door behind you, ideally vacate the building entirely, do not return to the building and or open the door to the room until the sun has risen. Once you returned, place the lockbox in a safe location in your home for storage, don't open it. If both principals open their eyes at the same time, though, the ritual has succeeded. You may proceed, but remain calm, continuing to maintain eye contact as you do. That eye contact part is really important because if you've made it this far, you will at this point sense a presence in the room with you. The presence may appear as an actual figure, or it may simply be a feeling that you are no longer alone. Do not look at or towards the presence. Both players must continue to maintain eye contact with each other at all times. This is very important. The presence will now judge both you and your offering. If the presence remains silent, you or your offering have been judged unworthy. Do not proceed. Let go of each other's hands, extinguish the candle, and scatter salt across the candle in the offering. Place the offering inside the lockbox and lock it up tightly. Leave the room and close the door behind you. Ideally, vacate the building and do not return until the sun has risen. Once you have returned, place the lockbox in a safe location in your home for storage. Do not open it again, ever. If the presence remains in the room with you while you perform these safeguards, do not look at or towards it. Be careful in this room onwards. If the present speaks, you and your offering have been judged worthy. You may proceed, but do not break your handhold and continue to maintain eye contact with your fellow principal. Do not look at or towards the presence. Just a note, the presence may not necessarily speak in the traditional sense, aloud or in words. Stay alert and pay attention. It's up to you to determine the manner in which the presence has chosen to speak and what its message might be. You may now, now ask your question to the figure. One principal may give voice to the question, or both players may ask it in unison together. Speak carefully and politely. Do not make any demands and do not be disrespectful in any way. Listen or listen. Stay alert. Pay attention. Make note of the response. Do not break your handhold or eye contact. Do not look at or towards the presence. Once you have received your response, wait. Do not speak. Do not break your handhold. Do not break eye contact. When the moment feels right, extinguish the candle but maintain both your handhold and your eye contact. When the candle's flame has gone out, speak the following words aloud and in unison, repeating them a total of three times. Wait for precisely one minute. Watch the second hand on the timekeeping device, or if you're unable to watch it, listen to it ticking as each second goes by. When one minute has passed... You may break both your handhold and eye contact. Rise from the floor and turn on the lights. Place your offering in the lockbox and lock it securely. Go to sleep. When you wake in the morning, place the lockbox in a safe location in your home for storage. Do not open it. Do not speak of what you have just done with anyone besides the player with whom you perform the ritual ever. 
Do not speak of the response to your question bestowed upon you by the presence with anyone ever besides the principal with whom you performed the ritual. And do not, do not ever open the lockbox again. It kind of sounds like how we got the podcast on Apple Podcasts. (laughs) TBH. (laughs) Sounds an awful lot like Um, it. So this one, all right. So it started out like not sounding as bad Mm -hmm. as like (laughs) the Midnight Man. But it it ended uh, even more... Ominously. Yeah, because yeah. it's like you don't really. I mean, like at least with the Midnight Man, you know, like hey, you know what, my organs are going to be ripped out, right? <laughs> and you know that beforehand, so there's no way that you can be like, hey, dude, what the fuck are you doing when yeah. he's ripping out your your fucking organs? Because that's part of the that's part of his job. He's like, listen, I'm just doing it, right? You knew about this. This is what you signed up for, but you don't know what's going to happen if you. What happens if you open that box? What happens if someone just doesn't know what it is and they're like, what's in this box? And they open it up. And then, then you fucked. Or they fucked. Everybody fucked. It ain't good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, does it come back for you? Like, I'm just, it's interesting. Yes. This, like, weird, ominous figure that's like, you can't look at it. I like, love it. I <laughs> I love it. But see, I would fuck it up. This is another one that I wouldn't do because immediately, see, when I go to the eye doctor and they're like, okay, I'm going to shine a light in your eye, but, like, look this way. Look the opposite direction of the light. I fucking, what do I do? Immediately I look at the fucking light, and then my retinas are, like, burned out. <laughs> I mean, like, why'd yeah. you do that? And I'm like, I have a problem. <laughs> yeah, I always get the worst anxiety because they're like, which one of these is better? Which one of these looks better? And I'm yeah. like, they both look the fucking <laughs> same to me. I don't really know. So I just say one, and then I'm like, all right, I, I guess. I don't know. But um, I, yeah, no, this just doesn't sound... I mean, I guess, see, at least with this one, you're getting a payoff, right? Yes. Because you get, you know, there's something that you want to know. Yes. Um, And so there is a bit of a payoff, so I can kind of see it. But again, we're talking about this eye contact. So, like, can you blink? Because, like, do you have to stick? Because, like, I can't I think, do that. I think you can, as long as you don't break the eye contact, you can blink, I think. But, but you just can't look anywhere else other than the eyes of the person. But can you imagine, like, like sensing some fucking dark ass fucking like shadows <laughs> and shit, and I just have to keep staring at you? Like, uh-huh. what the fuck? What in the bird box is that? Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna win that game. I'm gonna fuck it up because I'm gonna be like, oh shit. See, I would just be concerned that blinking would break the eye contact, right? So you would try not to blink, and that's I'm just sitting there like trying not to blink, and that would just be awful. Right? <laughs> Until the presence just whispers in your ear, "You can fucking blink, dude. It's fine." <laughs> Listen, just fucking blink. <laughs> you're just fucking blink. <laughs> you're, you're you're making me nervous. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, please blink. Could you please? You're fucking weird. Make this less weird um, for me. <laughs> um also the fact that you both have to open your eyes at the same time or else you didn't fucked it up what i love is that even whether you get the answer to your question or not if you even try and you then you fuck it up you still gotta lock your shit in the box and not take it out yeah you still have to lock your shit in the box also love that it's like just just remove yourself from your home entirely (laughs) until sunrise yes um take a walk yeah like i don't know i just feel like they're better ways yeah. I, I guess to communicate with the dead I don't know <laughs> who knows <laughs> um, um, who knows you know what I'm just going to stick to my standard Ouija board okay um, good old fashioned you know you fucking 
make you know say you don't know whether you let a horrible spirit into your fucking house until weeks later like we're not summoning the presence directly Uh, yeah we're just gonna roll the dice see what happens i I, yeah i'm just just stick to your good old-fashioned ouija board for me (laughs) you know that that's where i'm at i'm not into these games okay (laughs) these games that these bitches be playing i'm not I can't, it's too many rules, don't look, it's like, make sure you get your salt, make sure you have your candles, don't look this way, get out, make sure you lock this. This is 100% what dating me is like, I just need you to know, (laughs) like, I am the presence, do not look at the presence. Do not look directly into her eyes. 100%. Just stare. <laughs> just beer just away acknowledge the presence let that be don't be rude leave something really expensive in a fucking lockbox it's fine don't be rude what and then yeah that's the other thing what about like what are we offering right mm-hmm. i mean for me i mean if i open it up and i see like you know a fucking really important like family heirloom or some shit i would be like rather disappointed i would rather there be like a slice of pizza yes you know like that would be my offering. And Venti caramel macchiato, uh-huh. sugar-free vanilla, extra shot of espresso, yeah. and extra caramel sauce. That's what I'm looking for in my lockbox. <laughs> if you're trying to summon me <laughs> to answer a fucking question for you, that's what you better have for me. Yeah. Okay? I mean, what if that like in in after we live our lives and we die, what if we get recruited into that? What if that's like <laughs> what if that's like part of the afterlife, right? <laughs> So, like, part of the afterlife, it's very Beetlejuicy. You go or whatever, yes. and there's some, like, rude fucking just over it secretary who looks yes. at you, and she's like, you, Midnight Man, go. <laughs> and she it. looks at you, and she's like, you, creepy entity, <laughs> go. Go. <laughs> and then that's just what happens. Shoot, I collect all that fucking loot. I'd and be then, like, hell yes. And then, uh-huh, and then, but then, like, so you're kind of, like, forced to do it. So then I'm, like, forced to, like tear open these people and i'm like like it's kind of cool the first few times that i'm <laughs> like it's just really like, like it's just it's really, really annoying because then i've got blood all over myself or whatever so then you know we get together when we're off or whatever and then we start a paranormal podcast um <laughs> where it's the midnight man meets creepy box lady <laughs> <laughs> creepy box lady and then the cycle just continues yeah i'm into it look out for that wow Look out for that on your podcast apps. The way things are going, 2021. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. You ready for the next one? God, yes. So I'll be the first to admit that I'm not actually too sure what the actual purpose of this next game is, but that's exactly (laughs) why I included it. It sort of reminds me of stiff as a board, light as a feather, because it just sort of seems to be a bravado thing. The first mention of this game called Purple Hearts appeared online in 2011. However, the most complete version online today is from 2014. And like, there's honestly not much context on the motivation of why you should play it beyond it just being the thing to do to get spooked out. Spooking for spook's sakes, if you will. (laughs) Spooking for spook's sakes. Here's how to play. How do you play? Well, here's how to play. Okay. Tell me how to play. So you need two players. You need one like actual player and then one who's one player who is the sleeper and one player who is the guide. And then you can have bystanders, but that's optional. Okay. It's recommended, but you don't need bystanders. Bystanders. An audience, if you do it. (laughs) Yes. An audience. So here's our list of requirements. A quiet dark room. Got it. A pillow. Got it. 
candles. Got it. Matches or a lighter. Got it. And an audio recording device. Ooh. We definitely got it. Got it. So, begin at any time. Bring all participants and supplies being utilized to the dark, quiet room. Close the door behind you. Close the curtains. Dim the lights. If using candles, set them up around the perimeter of the room, light them using the matches or lighter, and instead of dimming the lights, just turn the lights off entirely. Seat the guide cross-legged on the floor. If using the pillow, place it on the guide's lap. Position the sleeper such that they are lying down on the floor, face up, eyes closed, and with their head resting on the guide's lap. If bystanders are present, seat them comfortably and quietly in a circle around the sleeper and the guide. Maybe present them with a a menu, a program of sorts for the evening. If using the audio recording device, turn it on and begin recording. If you are the guide, place your fingertips on the sleeper's temples and begin to rub them in a slow, circular motion. If you are the sleeper, relax your body, keep your eyes closed, and concentrate on your breathing. Allow your thoughts to drift. When the moment seems right, begin counting backwards from 100 to 1. Once the sleeper begins counting, the guide and any bystanders present should begin chanting the phrase, Purple Hearts, quietly, rhythmically, and repeatedly. Sleeper, keep counting. Guide and bystanders, keep chanting. If the sleeper falters or falls silent before reaching the count of one, the ritual has succeeded. Guide and bystanders, cease your chant. You may proceed. If the sleeper reaches the count of one, the ritual may or may not have succeeded. Guide and bystanders, cease your chant. Before proceeding, have the guide ask the sleeper if they are asleep. If the sleeper answers no, the ritual has likely not succeeded. Guide and bystanders, cease your chant. Examine the sleeper's behavior carefully for confirmation. If they open their eyes, sit upright, or otherwise behave as they normally do while awake, the ritual has not succeeded. Do not proceed. Extinguish the candles, open the curtains, turn on the lights, and disband the group of participants. You may try again another time. (laughs) However, if the sleeper's behavior is odd or uncharacteristic in any way, they may, in fact, be asleep, despite answering otherwise. Further questioning may be required from the guide in order to determine the sleeper's true state. Suggested questions include, but are not limited to, inquiries about what they are, if they are not asleep, where they believe themselves to be, and or what they believe themselves to be doing right at that particular moment. Sleeper, if you are not asleep, do not pretend to be asleep. Answer honestly if you are still awake. If the sleeper answers yes when asked whether they are sleeping or not, the ritual has succeeded. Guide and bystanders cease your chant. You may proceed. If you are the guide, now is the time to live up to your title. Guide the sleeper through the dream. Ask them where they are. Instruct them to describe anything they see, hear, smell, taste, feel, or otherwise experience. Have them narrate what they are doing and or whatever is happening around them. Encourage them with verbal prompts when necessary, but also listen. Listen to what they tell you. Pay attention. When the sleeper begins to describe seeing purple hearts, it is time to wake them up. Proceed to waking. To wake the sleeper, instruct them to reach out their hand and grab the purple heart. 
once the sleeper has grabbed the purple heart in their dream, they should awaken in the physical world. Sleeper, when you have awakened, you may open your eyes and sit up. If using the audio recording device, stop recording and turn it off. Extinguish the candles if using. Open the curtains, turn on the lights, leave the room. Everyone. You may listen to the audio recording at your leisure. If waking does not go as planned, see if waking fails. If waking fails. If the sleeper says that they're unable to grab the purple heart or if they fail to wake after doing so, the guide should begin describing to the sleeper a door. Describe this door in as much detail as possible. Its height, its width, its color, its material, age, knob, or handle, how it opens, whether it has a knocker, any detail you can provide. Be sure to describe the door as unlocked, easily opened, and smooth on its hinges. Then instruct the sleeper that they may find this door within their current surroundings. Be firm and definite in this assertion. The door will be present and the sleeper will be able to access it. If the sleeper has trouble locating it, help them to find it, describing to them exactly where it is in relation to themselves. Once they have found the door, instruct them to open it and step through it. Upon stepping through the door, the sleeper should awaken in the physical world. If the sleeper is unable to awaken at this point, make them as comfortable as you can. They might be there for a while. Huh. Ooh. So this one, I think, is probably my favorite. Really? Yes. Um, for the most part, it just sounds like a relaxing time. I mean, for real. <laughs> like, you know what I, I mean? I can really like, benefit I'm from like, this, I feel like. I, I definitely think that in this situation, you would have to be the sleeper. Really? Because you would be the one to fall asleep easier, oh, I think. I, I feel like. Me, I don't know that I would be able to fall asleep as easy. So I think that you would probably need to be the sleeper. Yeah. You think? I don't I know. I don't know, though. You're not super, like, you're not that descriptive. <laughs> I, I feel like, I feel like I'm, like, very much, like, because I'm, like, the writer uh, between the That's two of true. us. That's so I true. feel like I would be really descriptive. Like, I feel like you'd be like, it's a door. It's a fucking door. What, do, what the fuck do you, it's right in front of you. It looks like a fucking door. And then I'd be fucked up. And I wouldn't be able to find it because you wouldn't be that descriptive enough to make it real. But I am pretty visual, so I might be oh, able yeah, to, maybe. might. Maybe. I just feel like you would be able to fall asleep easier. I think if we actually <laughs> wanted to complete this, you would have to be the one to fall asleep. Because me, I don't know that, because I would be like, You'd be like, no, mind. bitch, I'm not asleep. <laughs> but I will tell you this, though. Um, sounds like a great time. I love that we have an audience. Right? Absolutely. I would, we would set this up and this uh, is going to be our next code. fucking live show. Absolutely. Fuck. I'm just going to sleep. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like what we're going to do is there's going to be a theme. Um, there's a dress code. Everyone, you come dressed all in black. Black, black pajamas, black, black silk, silk pajamas, black silk pajamas. Yes, black it'll silk be like pajamas. eyes wide shut, but like um, not we'll as fun as that. Maybe like little masks or something that you can wear very culty, but Mm-mm. still really cute. But no chic. orgies. We're not fucking. No orgies. No, we're not fucking. That's a different. Um, that's a different live show. Yeah, another another. That's separate. That's a Patreon event. <laughs> <laughs> that's the upcoming OnlyFans. Anyway, um, uh, and then uh, yes, so we're definitely gonna have. There's gonna be a program. Of events, lists of things that you know need to do. There's going to be instructions. We're going to have hors d'oeuvres. Um, God, I'm exhausted just thinking <laughs> about planning it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have hors d'oeuvres. We're going to have um, 
Yeah, and then just think, just set it up. It's going to look very much like an orgy, though, because <laughs> you're going to be... Again, we're gonna, no orgies. We're like, going to lead you into the room, you know... Which is like a bedroom. Uh-huh. There's going to be a pillow. You're dressed like robe. in virginal white. <laughs> and lots of candles. You're going to lay down on the bed, and then we're going to surround you. Yes. It, hmm. I mean, you know, honestly, like, you know... Rules are made to be broken. We'll just see what happens. Honestly, we'll just, we'll play it by ear. Uh-huh. You ready for the next game? We'll put some lavender on your temples. Ooh, that Help sounds, fall asleep. that sounds good. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, man. Bring on the right next now. motherfucking game. Okay. So the next one's a little different. <laughs> it's different. It's different. Indonesian in origin. This next game might be something you can play in your house during quarantine if you get lonely. It's called... How to see your occult twin. (laughs) Nope. Although it admittedly sounds pretty fucking ominous, the concept of an occult twin doesn't have to be inherently evil. Islamic culture refers to these twins as Quran, and they're thought to be spirits, both good and evil, who accompany humans throughout their lifetimes and attempt to influence their actions. It's very similar to the concept of the angel and devil on our shoulders from kids' cartoons. Mm -hmm. The point of this game, it seems, is to learn something about yourself from the doppelganger that you summon. According to most sources, your occult twin is only visible to you yourself. However, some sources do include reports of others witnessing an, adult, an occult twin. This one's been around for a long time, especially in Indonesian and uh, Malaysian like circles on the internet. Mm-hmm. But the most recent version of it seems to have surfaced around 2010. Anyway, enough with this pretense. Are you ready to pretense. meet yourself? To meet myself? Absolutely not. <laughs> I've seen it. It's not. No. It's not worth it. Um, take me. I'll, I'll go back to that the sleeping game. That bitch is annoying. Game. I know her. <laughs> I'll go back to the sleeping game. Well, we're gonna we're gonna tell you how to meet yourself. Well, sort of yourself. Here's how to play. So for this game, you need one player. Yourself. You will also need seven strands of your own hair, seven clippings of your own fingernails or toenails, one lime. <laughs> sorry. That was so unexpected. What? <laughs> Sounds like a fucking cocktail yeah, recipe. Like... And one lime. fresh squeezed lime. Halved. <laughs> You'll also need nail scissors or clippers, a paring knife or some other small kitchen knife, a cutting board, one small piece of white cloth, and access to an outdoor space near your own home. Begin at any time. Gather your supplies together, spread the cloth out flat in front of you, pluck seven strands of hair from your own head, and lay them across the center of the cloth. Clip seven nail clippings from your own fingernails or toenails. Lay them on the cloth with the strands of hair. Roll the cloth up tightly, hair, nail clippings, and all. Ensure that the hair and nail clippings do not escape from the rolled cloth. With the knife and cutting board, if any, slice the lime in half. One at a time, squeeze the two halves of the lime juice over the bundle of cloth until it is soaked in lime juice. Take the bundle of cloth to your chosen outdoor space. Place the bundle somewhere within this outdoor space where it's out of sight and unlikely to be disturbed. You do not need to bury it, but make sure it is well hidden. Ideally, tuck it beneath a bush or a shrub, or hide it near a fence. And most importantly, make sure you are not seen while doing this. 
Return inside. Wait. Live your life as usual. Count the nights as they go by. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven nights, including the night you prepared and placed your bundle of cloth. Wait and be ready. On the eighth night, watch, stay alert, be aware. Sometime during this night, your occult twin will appear to you. They may appear at any time and in any location, regardless as to when or where they appear. However, they will always appear to be mimicking something you have already done or copying what you are currently doing. Do not approach them, but observe them carefully. Make note of their actions. After seven minutes, your occult twin will vanish. Once your occult twin has departed, retrieve the cloth bundle from its hiding place, burn it to ashes, and dispose of the remains. If you are unable to burn the cloth itself, you may unroll the cloth, burn the hair and nail clippings to ashes, then dispose of the ashes and cloth however you see fit. Now, consider the actions you witnessed your occult twin performing when they appeared to you. What does it tell you about yourself? You must have learned something. If you have not, well, there's no helping you now. Is that it? That's it. What the fuck? You better learn You're something. You're supposed to watch watch it. And I'm gonna then... tell you what my my I'm gonna tell you exactly what my occult twin would be doing. She would she would fucking walk into the kitchen, make a pot of coffee, place both hands on the counter beside the pot of coffee. And then look down at the pot of coffee as it brews, like she is like ready to die. <laughs> and that's what she would do. Because that's what I fucking do uh-huh. every morning. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, and again, mine would come downstairs, stare open in the, the fridge. fridge, stare in it, and then go and get a pudding cup and go away. <laughs> and I'm just like, and then I'll look at it and I'll be like, hmm. And then proceed to do the same. Um, I just don't know. Like, what are you supposed to what learn? What is this bitch going to do in interpretive what dance? What is she going to teach me? Like, I need pow- I need a PowerPoint, a whiteboard. I need something. Uh, what if it's something like, uh, what are you supposed to be looking for? I don't know. What if it's something really weird? Like, what if you, like, I don't know. Like, what if it just came down and then you just like, I don't know. What if it just started like aggressively masturbating everywhere? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. It's just like dragging off like, really aggressively. Oh, I mean, what? I, I don't. I like. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, that, I guess I've. Huh. Not sure what I learned there, but not sure maybe what a I learned. New technique, there. maybe. 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 It a oh, way. maybe. Maybe. Maybe it's a technique thing. Maybe I don't know. It's or an interesting one. Yeah, I don't know. It just. I don't know that I need two of me in I, the world. You know. Well, it doesn't seem like, and see, this is another thing that's like, it ends ominously. Like, if you don't <laughs> learn something, I mean, I guess, bitch, I'm just going to make sure I fucking learn something. <laughs> I mean, like, I learned that um, it's important to not look at the entity. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this one you're supposed to. Yeah, you are. This one you're supposed to look at the entity and to just see it. Wouldn't that be weird, though? I learned that we're all uh, in the circle of life. Can the entity look at you? I think so. Oh. During the lockbox yeah. game? No, no, no. I mean, during during, during this the one. Colt twin, right? Oh, it's not really certain whether they. It's not really clear whether they like acknowledge you being there mm. or not, or whether they're just kind of like in a loop. Or if it's like just a like a a spirit or something, like yeah. it just goes about and it doesn't really acknowledge anything. Um, because that would be really interesting. Like to me, an added twist to this game would be you can't let 
your occult self see you. Oh, yeah. If I'm adding to the telephone game, this is what we're going to do. You have to stay hidden. And if it sees you, then something then horrible happens to you. Then it steals your fucking life. Yeah. And then you're uh-huh. the fucking goat. We just wrote a horror movie. We just, oh, shit. We're going to have to cut all you this out because I'm not trying to get fucking copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> no, then we would be I'm able not to, trying to, to yeah. do the copy. Yeah. We w- well, no, not if somebody else who's more motivated actually does something with that idea. <laughs> no, well, we have proof. We have documentation. <laughs> On this day, this is the, the idea. Got it. Um, so it's it's funny, though. A lot of these games really do just seem like podcasting. <laughs> it <laughs> yes. honestly does. I mean, it all involves some sort of dark room, some sort of candles, closing the fucking curtains, which, I mean, if you look right now, look, dark room. Candles, curtain closed. It's right up our alley. What are we? I'm yeah. telling you, this is what we're destined to do. One or two people. This is going to be our new Patreon content. <sighs> Until we actually summon the Midnight Man and then one of us gets our organs tricked out. What if he's a really tough. nice guy, though? What if we hit it off? <laughs> okay, what if yeah, listen what to your you, podcast. What if you, <laughs> <laughs> we get a fucking review. It's just M. It's, and it's, it's titled M.M. As like the username into it, we'll know. Drop uh, us a fucking review, Midnight Man. I yeah. want to read it. Those okay, are cool. So you want to you want to hear our last game? I do. It's our last game for the evening. For the evening, the last game to be played. I still say I'm gonna I'm gonna rate my my top game at the end of this. Okay. So I'm interested to see okay. where this one next one falls. So this one is called the mailbox game. Well. Now, this last game comes to us from a rather lackluster creepypasta from September 2017. While the creepypasta was in itself, I'll be honest, kind of trash and not necessarily the good kind of trash. It was, game, was it lackluster? It was. It was lackluster. Uh, the game is top-notch spookery. It has a lot in common with the much older letter ritual. Here's how to play. So you only need one player for this game. We also need a blank piece of paper, an envelope, a sterilized sharp object, matches or a lighter, and a mailbox. You can begin at any time. Gather all supplies except the matches or lighter and bring them to the mailbox. Once you've arrived, arrived, fix your gaze on the mailbox for approximately six seconds. Do not look away. Do not blink. You may count the seconds aloud if you like. Once the six seconds are up, place the blank piece of paper on the ground in front of the mailbox. You may now turn your gaze away from the mailbox if necessary. Using the sharp object, draw one drop of your own blood and allow it to drip onto the piece of paper. Do not write anything on the paper. Wait for the blood to dry. Once the blood is dry, fold the piece of paper, place it inside the envelope, and seal it. Do not address the envelope. Do not stamp the envelope. Place the envelope inside of the mailbox. Turn around. Walk away from the mailbox. Do not turn back or look at the mailbox at any point during your departure. Go home. Live your life. Wait three days. After the three days have passed, return to the mailbox. Bring the matches or lighter with you. Open the mailbox. Look inside. If the mailbox is empty, the ritual has failed. Do not proceed. Close the mailbox, turn around, and walk away. Do not look back. Do not attempt to perform the ritual again. If the mailbox contains a letter, 
the ritual has succeeded. You may proceed. Remove the letter from the mailbox. Take it somewhere safe. Open it and read it. Read it carefully. Read it well. When you've finished reading the letter, use the matches or lighter to burn the letter and its envelope to ashes. Now wait. Be patient. It may take hours, days, or weeks, but in time, whatever you found written in the letter will come to pass. The letter, you see, contains your fortune, the best fortune you could ever hope to have. Enjoy it. It will always be true, until it's not anymore. The recommended mailbox style for use in this ritual is a United States Postal Service compliant curbside mailbox. This variety of mailbox is used for both outgoing and incoming mail and is therefore ideal for performing this ritual as originally specified. Other varieties of mailboxes that may also be used for both outgoing and incoming mail are acceptable as well. If using a USPS compliant curbside mailbox, do not put the red flag up after placing your letter in the mailbox in mailing the letter. You wouldn't want your regular mail carrier to pick up this letter by mistake. However, the ritual may be adapted to fit the postal service options available to you in your area. For example, you may use a public post box for mailing the letter. Should you do so, you may check the mailbox in which you receive your own mail for receiving the response. It's unclear on how such adaptations might affect the efficacy of the ritual, but nothing ventured, nothing gained. If there is a letter in the mailbox and receiving the response, don't fail to remove it. Definitely take it. Definitely read it. And if you do take it and read it, don't fail to burn it after reading it. There are rumors that this ritual is not, as it first appears, necessarily a ritual for generating a good fortune. There are rumors that it is instead a curse. That by dotting the letter with your blood, you're offering up a taste of yourself to something something else. And if it or they find that taste appealing, let's just say that no amount of good fortune can help you now. I'm going to tell you who it is. It's the fucking person who died and got assigned to be the ghostly postal worker. <laughs> That's who the fuck it is. And that motherfucker's mad. <laughs> and he's mad. He's like, God be damn it. I got these letters. <laughs> I got to keep delivering. I got to keep writing these fortunes too. Shit. This ain't even I no damn so enterprise. I'm running out of shit to say. <laughs> what this fortune is. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Go straight to hell. You know, that's how you that would die. end up for That would have to end up for me. Fuck you. Bye. <laughs> you now, your fortune is you now have to wear fucking, I don't know, fucking mixed fibers your whole life i don't know <laughs> mixed fibers i don't know it's you now yeah uh, you're you're fucking yeah i don't know it, 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 hmm. Hmm. also like think of being a regular postman and then or post postal woman <laughs> you just see this fucking ominous like like folded up letter with like a blood one blood drop that's like bleeding through the uh-huh. envelope and you're like well like <laughs> it's like make sure that your postal worker doesn't take it but like I'm pretty sure if they were opening up mailbox, your, your mailbox and they see what appears to be a letter in there. This shit would only work if you had the coolest fucking mail, like postal service person ever. Me. Only if you had me as your fucking mm. like postal, your mail delivery person. Yeah. Mail carrier. That's the word. Thank you. I mean, I'm kind of into this. Like, I'd be writing letters ghostly. to all these people. I'd be like, you're going to have a fabulous future. 
I'm kind of into this like ghostly postal service. Yep. Storyline though. You probably um, have good health insurance too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I guess. Hmm. Hmm. I don't like the way it ended though. I don't like. I don't like this. This like they might get a taste for you, honey. If you got a taste for me. Let's I mean, talk about right, it. Let's come, talk. Come, come, here's my, I <laughs> give you on. my number. Maybe you write me another letter. Maybe I write you back and give you my digits, girl. You Maybe we start texting. Can you text instead? <laughs> or you can just write letters. Let me know. Is uh-huh. it about, is it like that? Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. Is it on that prison life where you can only write me letters? You can't text me, but <laughs> what's the deal? What's that? Write a, uh, write a prisoner. Yeah. Com. Yes. Um, yeah. No. I, uh, okay. Um, so what's your favorite? I, I still think the sleeping game is my favorite. Got it. Purple hearts. The purple, like hearts. purple hearts. Yeah, I like the purple hearts just because it seemed relaxing. It seemed like a good time and didn't seem like anything too bad would happen <laughs> to just you. Just stressed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's my. I, I mean, I would be down to play that one. I think. Yeah. A little astral projection never hurt anyone, did it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I like the Midnight Man game. Mm, okay, interesting. Because I'm just about summoning strange men to my to my home. Interesting. All right. Well, I I'm not gonna play that one with you. <laughs> um, I'm gonna stay outside the room for that one. Got it. Uh, just uh, don't just don't immediately come in if you hear any strange noises because. We might be reorganizing organs, honey, but in a different I'm gonna go kind say, of way. Yes, honey, we talking about talking about ar- rearranging your guts, honey. Damn, <laughs> that's what we doing up in here today. So again, I just wanted—I know I shouted it out at the beginning of the episode, but I just wanted to shout out special thanks to the Ghost in My Machine, which is my new favorite website for stories of the strange and unusual. Uh, it's not spot. This episode isn't sponsored by them per se, but I really like the fucking website, and uh, yeah. It's great. I love when I find a new source for uh, research for the podcast. So, yeah. Yeah, Very that's well cool. That was fun. It's difficult to find a source that, like, actually does research and, like, um, like properly vets their sources for paranormal, like, topics because mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of angel fire websites with fucking black backgrounds and lime green text lime green we, and fu- lime green across. and fuchsia yes <laughs> has to so. be fuchsia um yeah so that was really fun you have um, some reviews i for do us. i do i have like don't think i forgot we've got like like i was kind of surprised we got a lot that's it's working everybody's fucking at quarantine and they're fucking, like i don't have anything to fucking do i guess i'll just write a review for the haunted i mean podcast. that's kind of that's kind of yeah. Into it. Um, that's a fucking game for you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Go in there and do that. Um, so the review game. <laughs> the review game. So we've got this one titled, Best Dark Hearts in Existence, Five Stars from Tress underscore C. And they say, seriously, if you're into magic, mayhem, murder, and movies, this podcast mm-hmm. is for you. Not just, it's just movies in general. Just, just movies. Just movies. Any kind, you know? Legend of Bagger Vans. Any kind of movie. <laughs> we have lots of interests. Legend of uh, Caitlin and Kenneth are two of the best hosts of Who? True Crime. I know. it's It was weird. It was weird. But it's cool. We still love you. Caitlin and Kenneth uh-huh. <sighs> are two of the best hosts of True Crime Paranormal Magic Podcasts. Though their hearts live in darkness, they are also some of the most generous souls alive. 
This podcast doesn't take itself too seriously. You damn right we don't fucking take ourselves no. too seriously. Most assuredly. Um, unless Kenny feels something is suspicious. Or someone pisses Caitlin off, which I do not recommend. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Their stories are entertaining and informative. Their attention to detail is unmatched. Really? Really? <laughs> is it, is girl? It? Is it? I appreciate I you. Don't know. God bless you, whoever you are. Even though they refer to themselves as trash talent, they are far from it. Dress and light a candle and then tune into this consistently entertaining podcast. You're missing out if you don't. That was fucking... Who fucking left that? I don't Tress underscore C. Fucking Tress underscore C fan. You have like moved me to uh-huh. near tears. And then our next Bless up you. is from Leaning Cat, who says, uh, one of my new faves, my true crime slash spooky loving coworker slash friend suggested this podcast and I love it. Yes. The host love are a coworker funny. suggestion. Uh-huh. The hosts are funny and friendly and awesome. The topics are interesting and varied, so you don't get bored. That's right, girl. Anything but bored. Anything. Potentially, Anything. like, very frightened, afraid, triggered, um, upset, enraged. Really anything <laughs> but bored. Anything. Anything else. Disgusted. <laughs> um, and, then our, and then our last one um, is from Kayla Beth. Love that name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it says, finally, leaving a review. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a guilt review. I love those. Guilt review. Those are my favorite. Fucking, it's literally my favorite. <laughs> I found this podcast by chance back in the fall of 2019, and I've been hooked ever since. I'm one of the rude ones who has yet to leave a review until now, though. <laughs> Thank you. You're finally not rude. <laughs> finally. Sorry, fam. All hail the witch mother and midnight werewolf for providing our weekly dose of hashtag trash talent. I look forward to it every week and except for when we don't post uh, (laughs) and the posts in the Facebook group. Y'all are my people and I love you for keeping me entertained during the monotony of quarantine and working from home. P.S. Katie, I hope you get to return to the desert later this month. Welcome back to my home, Blackheart. Aw, uh, yay. That's sweet. Speaking of, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> of, unfortunately, we're not going. <laughs> but it was to not. The so, like, that's one of those moments where the narrator comes over. But it was not to be. <laughs> for Mad Monster, uh, Arizona has been canceled for June. Uh, well, it, yeah, it was canceled for June and it was pushed back to October. Uh, that does not work for us. So. <laughs> Um, we instead will be going to their Charlotte, uh, convention next year in February, but we will also hit up their Arizona convention next year or most likely to, um, but we're hoping to do both. We're hoping to do one in Charlotte for the, uh, Eastern seaboard folks, uh, in February of 2021. And we will hopefully also do Mad Monster Arizona for the folks out West in june 2021 yeah. so be on the lookout for that we'll announce the details and everything we're safe. super sad we can't see you yeah. guys but we want to be safe yeah. and we want you to be safe yeah um you know save for you know another global pandemic <laughs> yes by the way um so that's when we'll be there i do think there is 
uh, as Kenny said, Mad Mon- the Mad Monster Arizona is happening in October. So if you were planning on going, there's a lot of really cool spooky vendors and awesome like people that will be there. So definitely still check it out if you're in that area. Just know that the Haunted Heart will not be there until 2021. Hopefully when we have a better, brighter future. Mm-hmm. And these trees have been grown to or have helped. Oh, yeah, the good trees. The good trees. The good people trees. The good people you, trees. You understand we didn't play the Lady Gaga speech, I know so we that didn't. doesn't make sense. I know we didn't. It doesn't make sense. But hopefully, <laughs> the, the, the you know, it'll be, it'll be you know, just uh, a, a, a better. Just, just be better. It'll just be better. It won't be 2020. <laughs> I mean, so, because it, you know? it, literally anything could be better than now. <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, so yeah, that's that's it. Thank you so much for the people that have left reviews. It really it really warms my heart. Like I get on and I scroll through and then I check and then like when I don't see one for a while, I am really disheartened. My, nipple, my nipples get hard. So and there you go. When I see Just one, do I'm it. like, do it for the nipples. I get it. I I do. I I I get a hard on, and so <laughs> it just. Katie's nips get hard. I get a hard on. It just really works just a lot. for us. There's just a lot of fluids. Um, anyway, yeah. um, so leave us reviews. Make us happy. Uh, another thing that would make us happy is if you find us on social media. We're on Instagram at The Haunted Heart Podcast. We're on Twitter at The Haunted Heart. You can always email us, thehauntedheartpodcast at gmail.com. This episode was the result of a listener email, so definitely email us your episode ideas. If you have things that you want to hear us cover, we will keep track of them way better in email than we will in any other uh, like channel. I guess any other format method of contacting us so shoot that email over to the haunted heart podcast at gmail.com and we will be sure to see it and keep an eye on it yes um join our Facebook group if you're not part of our Facebook group just search the haunted heart podcast on Facebook it'll pull up our page which you can like and by the way you can give a review there too if you really want to get us excited but you can also join our closed group um it's closed just for your benefit we know that not everybody's super open with their spookiness or their whatever. So it's a closed group. Nobody can see you or anything you post in the group unless they are also part of the group. And then they already fucking know what the tea is. Uh, so if you request to join either Kenny, myself, or a member of our Murder Mod Squad, we'll approve you in very quick order. Unless you're the Midnight Man, in which case, direct your attention to me. I will accept your DM. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you can kick it with us there we have all sorts of good discussions in the facebook group people who are way cooler than us yeah. and it's just a lot of fun and it's a way better environment in facebook than literally every fucking thing else on facebook um true true that it, facebook be facebook be struggling true that true that and I think that's it. I, I think that's think all that's the places it. to that's find us. Oh, you can find us on patreon.com slash the haunted nope, heart. That, yep. <laughs> that wasn't it. That wasn't that's it. Not it. No, nope. patreon.com slash the haunted heart. We have um we have exclusive material there. We have a couple there's there's some stuff on the horizon for the Patreon group that I think you guys are really gonna enjoy. Um we also have a, a Patreon exclusive Discord that if you join the Patreon, you automatically um get the link to Discord. Um, and then you can chat with us there and the yeah. rest of the Haunted Heart fam. Yeah. And then I just I did just want to also mention this when it's t- talking about Patreon. Um, our if you have purchased any merch and I only bring this up just because someone had emailed. But our um, manufacturer has just been delayed on the on sending out stuff due to COVID. Thank you. Um, so if you're delayed on getting anything that you've ordered or any of your Patreon perks, those have all been sent out um, and ordered a 
just waiting on them. So yeah, manufacturers trying to keep things safe and fine in the era of COVID-19, I guess. Yes. So that's kind of slowing things down a little bit, but it'd be aight. We're keeping an eye on it. Yep. And that's it, folks. So I guess all we have left to do is to light a candle, which they're already lit here, but light a candle and um, get your lockbox, get your salt. Definitely bring the salt. Um, Get your matches and uh, make sure all the light in the room has been purged and summon up some good old-fashioned entities from the other side to fuck your life up until next week. Yes. So sit down by yourself or with a partner, and what we want you to do is to stay spooky. spooky.